Hey guys, it's once again that time that we're going to go into our short boxes and do a price check. My name's Juan, and as always, I'm, you know, the owner of Comic and Figure Addicts, and I'm here with our Geek Out show host, Gil. How are you, Gil? Yo, what's going on? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Exhausted. Exhausted? What is that? Uh, all the shit that came out yesterday, all the Disney <laughs> stuff, it, it was just like... A, a, one came out, and as like Never I was, you ending. know, I was on a high, and right as I was coming down out of the high, bam, another adrenaline shot, bam, another adrenaline shot, <laughs> and it just kept one after another after like, another. Yeah, I was like, I, I can't keep up with this. It's just way too much. Last night, I was like, HBO, who? Like, oh yeah, HBO, right? That's kid stuff. Look, look at Marvel, Mar- uh, Disney, Disney. They pulled out right, their right big now. dick, bro. No, they, they pulled did. out their big dick and threw it on yeah. the table. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, you got you got Matrix? That's cute." Here, bam! <laughs> so much. Dude, it's so many fucking announcements. It's crazy. It is. It just they went balls out. And Believe because me. of this, uh, a few things went up in price, huh? Or about to start going up in price? Uh, a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> just you know, this week it's just gonna be. Quick shots, quick shots, quick shots, trying to get as many of these books in there as much as possible. You know, a lot of them are going to, I'm going to try to keep them at lower prices, close to cover price. You know, I'll throw some books in there that, you know, are for the big ballers out there listening. Uh, Or hell, maybe you already have them because you're a longtime collector. You know, books that are already, you know, grails and stuff like that but because of news that came out this week it's just gonna it's just gonna push that book even further up in the in the grail scale so do you want to get started let's go let's go well again off the high of yesterday today there's a couple of things that came out uh you know who jamie alexander is uh gil yes so she played sif in, in the in the thor movies even though she wasn't in ragnarok right she was one of the ones that was mysteriously They said that she was off-world or something like that, she right? Was Didn't they explain world. it away? Yeah. Uh, something like that. Uh, because I think she was off doing a, a TV show or something like that. So she couldn't be in the in the movie. I guess that's a good thing. Because uh, she's one of the few surviving as Guardians, I guess. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've been keeping up in the comic books. But in the comic books, she's... Basically, she uh, oversees uh, the the Rainbow Bridge now. Oh, okay. So she plays like Heimdall's uh, role, right? So she's okay. the one that that opens the portals now, the Bifrost and stuff like that. Um, and since we know he died in the beginning of Infinity War, someone needs to take over that job, right? One hundred percent. Well, she's the seasoned veteran, I guess, right? She she's she's next in line because the Warriors Three are all dead too. Yeah, um, so she's the only is, one of the OGs. Exactly. So this is kind of like comics uh, or movies uh, kind of following what the comics are. So the first book we have on our list is King Thor number four. Uh, this is the Jason Aaron run uh, that came out uh, early to the 2020. So okay. this book is still going for cover price, but this is the book where... Uh, in the comics, she takes over the Bifrost. Oh, nice. Yeah. 
this one, you know, this one might be a good one to get because uh, if she is the one that takes over like she does in the comics, this one will become a key issue overnight for sure. You know, and then you have other books like Thor 136, which is it's a very attainable book because it doesn't go for that much. It's one of those cheaper, older uh, first appearances. So the first appearance of Sif is Thor 136. Uh, You could easily find it under 50 bucks. Oh, nice. Um, But with her, you know, like I said, getting a more prominent role and stuff like that, you know, it might uh, push this book to go a little further uh, up to scale. Another news that came out today was for Miss Marvel. Yesterday, they didn't show a trailer per se for Miss Marvel, but it was more behind the scenes of how they went through the auditioning process and stuff like that, and all the writers that are involved in the movie and the director. But one of the actors, I forgot what his name was off the top of my head, but has confirmed that he's playing Kamaran, who's an inhuman. Rish Shah, I think I'm probably butchering his name. But Rish Shah is the actor, um, and on his Instagram today, he uh, mentioned that he was playing this inhuman. It had been uh, rumored for a while now, but it's now confirmed uh, according to the actor. This, again, is another book that you could probably find easily for cover price. And once the show comes out, could easily be something that goes up in value. Nice. Uh, another thing that they uh, revealed yesterday was the name for the new Ant-Man and Wasp movie. Did you, oh, uh, yeah, i seen that. You saw the name of it? Yes, yeah, uh, <laughs> Quantumania, right? Quantumania, exactly. Yeah, it that's kinda, dope. It, it, it's, they you better know, have like, a title fucking Wrestlemania or something like that. Well, like I was like going to say, it always, you know, it's always kind of like tongue-in-cheek because, you know, Ant-Man's usually like the comedic relief of the Marvel the Marvel movies. So yeah, obviously, totally. you know, with the announcement of that, you know, uh, books like the first appearance of Scott Lang as Ant-Man, they also mentioned that Kang was going to make an appearance. So we already knew the actor that got uh, casted for him. I think it's Jonathan Majors, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's from uh, Lovecraft Country. If you guys don't know where he's from, you guys can watch him in the HBO Max series, uh, Lovecraft Country. That is an amazing show. Is it? I haven't seen it yet. I have to check it out. Must watch. Must watch. Yeah. So we already knew that he had been uh, tapped to play the role, but now we know where his first appearance in the MCU is going to be at. Um, So obviously, his first appearance is another book that, you know, is a grail already, um, but it's sure to go up. Um, Another teasers thing that they did was Fantastic Four. You know, they just showed the Four logo on the screen. And said that they were bringing <laughs> the first family of Marvel to to the MCU. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've been waiting for it. Hopefully in the next year or so we get some casting news. I know everybody wants uh, Jim from The Office. Uh, oh, my God. Krasinski. I forget what his name is. Yeah. Uh, is it John Krasinski? Person. Yeah. Uh, to be Reed Richards. So we'll see yeah. about that one. That would um, be dope, man. For reals. I would honestly want that. Right, right. You know, keeping on with the MCU uh, news, the other thing that they announced was we knew that Christian Bale was going to be in the next Thor movie, but we really didn't know who he was going to play. You know, there was rumors here and there, and one of the speculations was that he was going to be the God Butcher Gore. Yesterday, Disney confirmed that that is who he's going to play in the movie. So Thor, God of Thunder number two, 
it's a book that you could probably find in you know thirty dollar range. Uh, but now that it's confirmed, I'm sure this book is going to start spiking up a lot higher. Oh yeah, for sure. Another a new series that's coming to Disney Plus that they announced yesterday. That it's exciting, but at the same time, I'm wondering how they're going to do it. It's Armor Wars. They're doing Dude. an Armor Wars series yes. on Disney Plus with Don Cheadle coming back as War Machine. Yeah. So Iron Man 225, that's the beginning of the Armor Wars run uh, in that title. And that's easily a book that you could find uh, undercover price, maybe even a dollar bin. Because it's always been a book that's uh, kind of flown under the radar. Mm-hmm. Uh, another series that they announced was Secret Invasion. It's interesting because you know whether you liked it or not, a lot of people you know complained that Civil War wasn't you know in the proportions that it was in the comic book. You know, with all the characters being involved, you know, part of me wonders if that's going to be the same complaint about this movie because even though MCU is now ten years old and we have a whole bunch of characters, we're nowhere near you know, the amount of characters that uh, make an appearance in this storyline. But Samuel L. Jackson... Not even close. Exactly. (coughs) And you still are missing, like, on the storyline, the main character was Spider-Woman because she was Mm -hmm. a Squirrel Queen. Uh, We don't have an MCU Spider-Woman. Maybe in the next year? Who knows? Are they going to change it? Are they going to fix things? You know... And they're going to switch things around like they did for Civil War. Who knows? But Secret Invasion number one is is easily a book that you could also find for cover price. I know the Civil book, the Civil War book started spiking once that announcement was made. Um, and they said that Samuel Jackson and uh, the scroll from Captain Marvel, I forgot the actor's name, but uh, Talios is going to re- be uh, the main two guys in that one. Another one that got announced, another series that's uh, been speculated about, is Ironheart. So, oh, yes. Invincible Iron Man number nine, Invincible Iron Man number seven. Both of those, uh, you know, they were really hot when once she uh, debuted a couple years ago. And they cooled down a little. It's been about, what, four years, five years that she came out, right? Roughly, yeah, about that, yeah. Yeah, so now with with all of this coming out that it's going to have a Disney Plus, I'm sure it's going to start shooting up again. Oh, yeah, people are going to hop on that shit. Yeah. I was excited about the She-Hulk. You know, we had known that She-Hulk was getting, and we even had a, a casting uh, a casting a few months ago for She-Hulk. And again, you know, like we talked about in Secret Invasion, you know, are they going to stick with her? A real origin, or they can you know, tweak it a little bit. Uh, but yesterday we got confirmation that Mark Ruffalo is gonna make a, a cameo. Oh, nice. so you know, it, it could be that you know they are cousins and they, they're gonna do the blood, the whole blood transfusion, and that's how she gets powers. I'm hoping that's uh, how they do it, man. I hope they stick true to it. I hope so too. Um, but the big, the big news about She Hulk was. That Tim Roth is coming back and he's gonna play the Abomination again. Oh, what? That's gonna be the uh, big bad? Maybe for one of the episodes, or you think the whole season? Uh, who knows? Maybe he could be on trial. Oh shit! Yeah, that's true. You know, I didn't even think on, about on that. I just thought for, about like a villain. Not even. Damn. Okay. 
So, you know, Tim Roth is now the second character because the only character that ever came out of that movie was uh, Thunderbolt Ross. We yeah. made a couple appearances in the MCU, but now uh, we have Tim Roth coming back. I um, wish they would bring him as the Red Hulk. I'm, so, I'm sorry to get sidetracked here, but I, I really would uh, like Thunder- to get the Red oh, Hulk. Oh, you mean Thunderbolt? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it could always happen. You never know. Um, you know, and again, with with all of this, it's all speculation. Tales of Astonish number 90 is the first abomination that's, you know, one of those low-tier uh, first appearances. You know, it's in the $50, $60 range for a really good copy, but it's something that you might look into investing. Or even Tales of Astonish 91, which is uh, the second abomination, it might be something to look into. And it's funny that you bring up the Red Hulk you know, with him doing all of this and Tim Roth kind of being the guinea pig in that movie, you never know. Maybe in this one, Thunderbolt uses himself as a guinea pig, you know? So Hulk oh, yeah, that would be one. nice. Yeah, so Hulk number one is another book that that be should be something that you keep an eye on, too, because you know it's bound to happen. Um, they're going to have to introduce the Red Hulk at some point. And this is also the issue where the Red Hulk kills the Abomination at the beginning, if you remember that one. Did you ever read uh, the Hulk number one? Yes, that I did. Okay. So it, he does kill the uh, the Abomination, and that's what, you know, after that we get uh, introduced to Abel. I think I got the, um, I think I have, like, the early issues of, like, when that first happened, like, when he first came on and killed the um, Abomination. I want to say I have, like, the first... Five or six books. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I picked them all up because I always loved uh, McGinnis's art. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah, I do definitely have those books. Yeah, because I remember. Was it number one? Like they had a variant, like where it's like green versus red or something like that. Uh, I they think lined so. Up. Or was the split face or something? Yeah. Like that? yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So yeah, Red Hulk number one is, is one to keep an eye out. And even a recent, more recently, Immortal Hulk number 18 is the first of, of full appearance of the new Abomination and Red Harpy. Oh, yeah, uh, that they brought them back. Yep. You know, it could be that Abomination maybe mutates because, I, if I remember correctly, no one really liked the design for the original Abomination. Or maybe, hey, you know, they do take a story out of the Red Hulk and uh, Thunderbolt kills him <laughs> later on. That'd be some wild shit. So, <laughs> That'd be some wild shit. So for that one, um, like I said, Mortal Hulk number 18 is uh, the first appearance of the new Abomination. Uh, Shang-Chi is a movie that we're getting next year. And there was still a, co- a couple of questions about certain characters here and then who they were playing. Florian Matunu, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, has been confirmed yesterday. Uh, during the stream that he is playing Razor Fist. So that's the villain who's going to be in the Shang-Chi movie. His first appearance is Master of Kung Fu number 29. So do you think that he's going to lose his arms like earlier in the movie and then later on he's going to make an appearance with only the blades? <laughs> with just the blades coming out of the stump? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit, man. Um, Jeez. I don't think it's going to be that cheesy. I think maybe... <laughs> He'll have like Wolverine type blades that come out the top, or you know, well, I don't like know, Batman man. Because, like, little with Claw, with Claw, they had Ultron chop off his arm, so maybe something will happen. And like, they, right, they give but him he, got, the he got a fucking 
he didn't just have like a microphone fucking yeah true on his true. hand like he true true comic. yeah true he has this whole you know cool uh, prosthetic that opened up so again true. like if he has like a like you know how Azriel had those gauntlets that have the blades that come out the top yes maybe they could uh, yeah. do something like that I'm sure yeah. they'll blame yeah, Star they could do Tech something like that. or some shit like that. They always blame Star Trek or Star <laughs> Tech. There's, there's, yeah, Star, <laughs> Star Trek uh, Tech in here. <laughs> yeah. Oh, where the bad guys get all that? Oh, they stole some Star Trek. Star, Star Tech. <laughs> Fucking tongue twister. <laughs> Star Tech. Yeah. <laughs> Another confirmation that we got yesterday was of America Chavez. Um, like you were saying. She confirmed to be in Doctor Strange and a couple of other nice. cameos. So her, so Vengeance Number 1, which is her first appearance, uh, was already a trending book. But this is definitely picking up more steam. So are books like Young Avengers Number 1, which is her first team appearance and stuff like that who also involved Loki, which Loki obviously getting his own show too is a possibility that maybe she'll make a cameo too. Stuff like Ultimates number one, which she is also a, a part of that team. Uh, people are looking for anything that involves America right now. So uh, Ultimates number one and uh, Young Avengers number one, the second volume, are books that you could easily find for cover price or cheaper that might be good investments later on down the line. Going away from the comic side of it, did you see that they announced the, the Baymax show? I did. You did? Yeah. Because uh, uh, my, what's it called? Big Hero 6, that's one of like my favorite movies okay. uh, that's done. And then like my kids really love it. Baymax is like one of my favorite characters. So yeah, that I was pretty juiced about that. Okay, nice, nice. So, did you know what his first appearance is in the Marvel comics, or that he uh, had a Marvel comic first appearance? That I didn't know. I did know that he was uh, a part of Marvel comics. As far as his first appearance, honestly, I would be uh, lying. But wasn't was any part like a of a team or some something like that, right? Uh, or was that not his first appearance? It was. The, so the book is Sunfire and Big Hero Six Number One. Okay, yeah, uh, see, I knew it was like, okay, yeah. And it's, it, 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 I want to say it's racist, but it's like a little like, like, isn't it all the <laughs> Japanese heroes or all the yeah. Asian heroes, something like that? Yeah, yeah. Like, like all the Asian no, yeah, it, de- it definitely kind of is, but I get what they're kind of trying to go for right, back right. in the day. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, Asian people can identify with this team because of full team of Asian heroes and right. whatnot. Like, I, I get it. So, oh yeah, slightly uh, racist. <laughs> so Sunfire and Big Hero Six Number One um, is a, pers- a first appearance of Baymax and and basically everybody. Go Go, Honey Lemon, uh, even Silver Samurai, I believe. Uh, one of the versions of Silver Samurai has a first appearance in there too. Um, so yeah, a, I thought that was hella it, weird. It's a high of like about thirty bucks, so it's a, definitely a good book to take a look at and. Uh, keep an eye out on uh moving over to some dc news just to kind of break up all this marvel stuff uh (laughs) for a minute uh did you see the reveal i believe it was yesterday or wednesday uh for the future state batman yes i did okay 
what'd you think about it? Dope. It's kind of like what we were talking about. about we were, what we were talking about. Yeah, talking about on the main show. So I'm just about it. I'm down with it. It's cool. Like there was rumors, I think like six, seven months ago, um, that we were going to get a, a black uh, Batman. So finally came to fruition. I've seen people kind of divided on it. Some people are cool with this. Some people aren't. Yeah, and as always, we we know that it's just a temporary thing, and you know, um, the people that don't like it are the purists, like just how they sure. didn't like, you know, anyone taking over uh, the spot of Spider Man and whatnot. Exactly, but hey, you know, at the end of the day, if it sells comics and it's an inter- and it's a good story, most importantly, if it's a good story, good story, it makes sense, hundred percent. So with that news or that teaser that came out with Batman unmasked and showing his full face. The first appearance of uh, Tim Fox, Batman 313, is um, a book to to look for. Uh, that's his first appearance in uh, the DC Universe. There was another book, New 52, Futures and Batgirl, that has Tiffany Fox as Batgirl. Uh, is that his rumored... sister or something? Yeah, it's his sister. Okay. Um, and it's rumored that uh, Tim Fox will have a sidekick in, in the book. So it would make sense that, you know, you go to family, right? Um, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he's not just going to look for orphans like Bruce used to. So, hey, I have brothers, I have sisters. Let's see if they want to be my sidekick first, right? So that's her first appearance as Batgirl. Um, so this might be a book that you might keep an eye out just in case it does come to fruition. Yeah, 100%. Sticking with the DC, uh, Peacemaker number one. Um, we know that Peacemaker is going to be in the Suicide Squad. John Cena. And, yep, John Cena. Uh, and that they were going to do a little HBO spinoff from that. Uh, we also learned that his father is going to be in the TV show. So Peacemaker number one is the first appearance of Wolf- Wolfgang Schmidt. Uh, so this is a book that you should keep an eye out just in case. It's a side character, but hey, you never know, right? Safe than sorry, especially a book that you could probably find in the dollar bin very easily. Mm-hmm. Uh, lately, we've been doing a lot of Doom Patrols with the new season coming up. Doom Patrol 86 uh, is one, you know, for one of you ballers out there that have deep pockets. Originally, it was um, the book was called My Greatest Adventure. This is the official book that uh, transitions the name over to Doom Patrol. But it is also the first appearance of Madame Rogue and Monsieur Mala, who are rumored to be the baddies for the next season. Ooh, nice. Okay. So we've got so, the new name and then the villains. Exactly. Um, I know last week you picked up Crossover Guild. Have you had a chance to read it yet? Uh, I have not. I, I, I've not been slipping yet. on that. I've been slipping You've on been that. You've been slipping. Well, because uh, uh, with King and Black and Spawn, I was like, I need to read those. And then kind of threw everything else to the side. <laughs> <laughs> you put it on the side. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have you seen any of the cover art coming up uh, for the following issues? So for, I think number two already came out, right? But number came three. Came out this week. I need to go pick that up. That will be one that I will definitely be picking up. Uh, I seen number three. I think they got Todd McFarlane and they had Spawn on it. Is that correct? There is a variant cover that has Spawn uh, looking over the shoulder like the of readers. the main character. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. The the 
main character. That's the only one that I've seen. Is there anything else? So the main cover for crossover number three is like it's it's like a high point looking down and you're looking at the at the main character and this little girl that who's also uh, uh, one of the main characters in the book. And they're standing looking up and you just see a shadow behind them of a big giant robot. Oh, and shit. OK. This book is having so many you know, crossovers with other companies and stuff like that. Speculation has come out like, is it a Gundam? Because it looks very Gundam-esque. Oh, shit. Okay. But also, if you've ever seen the cover to Shogun Warriors number one, it's that same stance kind of, you know, kind of super heroic standing Like in the middle of the... Yeah, like in the middle of the city, right? Yeah, exactly. So people are saying that... um, this might be a teaser or an homage to that. There's been there's been a couple of books that have done similar things where they do the other perspective. Uh, Invincible was one of those books that did it. Uh, just to go on a side note, you you know what the cover to Invincible number one looks like, right? Yeah. Where he's kind of like in a fighting pose up against the wall. Yeah. So like later on, like I want to say towards the end of the run. They did it where they flipped the camera behind Invincible. Mm-hmm. So you're like looking over his shoulder looking and it's out. just, all, yeah. So like what he was fighting in the first issue. Yeah. So this is one of those cool things where they're saying, oh, you know, it's, you know, the opposite, uh, the opposite side of what this cover looked like. So you see it from the other perspective, like if you were there looking up at the giant robot. Oh, shit, that's kind of cool. Yeah, so both of these books, uh, Mobile Suit Gundam 0079 number one, which is the first U.S. Uh, publication for Gundam, uh, and Shogun, num- uh, Shogun Warriors number one that was put out by Marvel, both of these books have uh, been uh, hot sellers, well not hot sellers, but they have definitely increased in sales the last couple of weeks uh, with people speculating that it's going to make an appearance in the crossover book. So back to some Disney news. Of course, with all the announcement that, that they did for Marvel, you knew that they had to do announcements for Star Wars. Even when this week started, there was already a lot of uh, books starting to dre- trend just because of the Mandalorian. But now with all the news that came out yesterday, there's like so many books that now are on people's radars. The first one was... Patty Jenkins is coming over to the Marvel side or to the Disney side, and she's going to be doing a movie based on Rogue Squadron. Do you know who Rogue Squadron is, Gil? Honestly, I have no idea. You don't? So Rogue Squadron is uh, a group of the X-Wing pilots led by Wedge. Uh, Do you remember which one Wedge is in the original trilogy? No, I'd be fucking lying. No. No. God damn it, Gil. You need to learn your Star Wars. On a side note, the actor that played Wedge is actually, uh, I believe, Ewan McGregor's uncle in real life. Anyways, uh, Rogue Squadron is a movie that they are, that Patty Jenkins is looking to direct. So Star Wars number 60 is the first mention of the name Rogue Squadron. Uh, That Uh, book. Okay you know, has started to trend since last night. Uh, Star Wars X-Wing Rogue Squadron number one 
which, you know, maybe the, it's going to be loosely based off of this storyline, uh, is another book that's been uh, trending a lot lately because of this. Star Wars, epi- or Star Wars issue number five uh, from the original Marvel run. That's the first appearance of Wedge in those issues. Uh, these are all easily cover price or lower because all of these books have gone under the radar for so long um, until now that all this movie stuff is being or so not very stuff, good possibility there in the dollar bu- dollar bin. Even very yeah, good possibility. or for a buck or two, really easily um, stuff that you could pick up on the cheap and hopefully it pans out down the road. So I have a question for you, Gil. Talk to me. You know how Star Wars, you know, it started off in Marvel and then it went to Dark Horse and Dark Horse built this rich history. The EU. Uh, right. Uh, uh. This rich history and lore and stuff like that. And once Disney took it over, they went, nah. They said, get all that shit out of here. We're going to do our own canon. Yeah. They, they <laughs> None of that shit matters anymore. The, yeah. So they've gone <laughs> and used some of that here and there, blah, blah, blah. Are you in a sense a purist where, let's say, an, a character like Ahsoka Tano, she did, she had a first appearance in the non-Marvel book. Do you think that's still relevant? Or because she is now a Disney property, her first appearance would revert to a Marvel book? I would say her first appearance is her first appearance, man. No uh, matter but there who was, the company that published it? Yeah, but you know how there's people out there like, well, this is her first appearance and this is her first you know, Marvel appearance. So, like, technically, there would be two, just like how there's technically two with Thrawn, right? There's like the first Marvel appearance, and then like the last heir to the throne. Yeah, yeah. last heir to the Empire. There we go. That one. But with that one, I feel there's really no debate. Um, with that I one, feel there's that not a lot of. I feel with the Ahsoka first appearance, it has to do a lot because that book is so outrageously. I don't want to say overpriced, but a very high ticket book which one the dark horse one the yeah her first appearance the clone wars book okay um that people are like well i want an ahsoka first appearance but i don't want to shell out a thousand dollars for that one (laughs) (laughs) so So i'm gonna get the first marvel one i'll I'll settle for the first (laughs) first appearance so because of all of this and of course because of her recent cameo in the mandalorian Star Wars Mace Windu Jedi of the of the Republic number five has started uh, increasing in sales in the last couple of weeks because it's the first mention of Ahsoka in a Marvel book. Oh, shit. So that's why I brought the whole thing up that, you know, is her first appearance, her first appearance, regardless of whoever published it. I think, honestly, it probably has to do more that the, the, the real first appearance is, is just so high up there. Yeah, keeping on the Mando convo um, because the show has been such a runaway hit. Anything having to do with anything Mandalorian uh, has started heating up. I know I made this mistake because I had this uh, this book when I was a little kid. But Star Wars sixty eight, if you've ever seen that cover, it looks like Boba Fett's on the cover. You go, oh, hey, you know the blaster looks the same. The green, you know, helmet, everything's there. But in reality, uh, it's a different Mandalorian called Fen Shaisa. 
Um, That's the one that looks like Boba Fett, right? Where exactly. Okay, get you. But you know how comic books sometimes they fudge the colors a little bit, so it's yeah, not exactly screen up. accurate. <laughs> you know, every I, like I said, I made this mistake when when I was a kid, and I'm like, oh, that's Boba Fett, but it's not. <laughs> this book is also the first mention of the name Mandalorian. Oh, okay. So that is another reason that this book is trending. So another Star Wars book that uh, that is uh, a recent release was uh, The Rise of Kylo Ren number 3. In it there's a first appearance of Avar Chris, a female Jedi from the High Republic era. So now with all this High Republic uh projects coming out, Project Luminous and stuff like that, mm-hmm. anything that ties into the uh into the High Republic High is Republic. starting to mm-hmm to get on people's eyes and this book has seen a, a really huge increase in sales uh online so this should be a book oh, also that you should be able to jump on uh you could probably easily find it for like 10 bucks or so okay nice next one star wars dawn of the jedi force storm number one uh this is going back again to a dark horse uh published star wars title Again, going back to the developments of all these uh, High Republic books and other miniseries coming from Disney Plus, uh, people are just now kind of going into into a checklist of Star Wars first appearances. This book has about five first appearances, including Force Hound, Trill the Force Hound, Zaya, a human Force Hound. Cora Ryo, Rory Femme, Tim Mad Dog. Uh, it's just got a shit ton of Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> Mad Dog 2020. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, with with all of this uh, High Republic talk and stuff like that, all of these EU uh, books are starting to trend high because people are trying to get in early on these. That that makes sense, man. It does. Sense. I think that's all I have for this. People Star do Wars their research thing. and they follow the threads like, okay, well, this character, you know, was mentioned over here. Exactly. Yeah, they do all their their, their research. And, and there's just so much uh, going on right now. Um, like I said yesterday, just everything that was coming in and out just was so much to keep a keep uh keep in line i showed you my notes where it was just all over the dude and i was making those jokes like fucking you're over there making like one of those uh web (laughs) web things like the red the red webs like Uh this connects to that that connects to this that connects to that and dude that was fucking i was like i can't even make sense of your fucking notes dude that shit looks nuts yeah yeah there's one of those uh super stuffed issues or super you know anniversary special issues that's that's what this uh episode is like definitely it is it is um let me go through my list real quick see if i missed anything i missed this one uh going back to marvel war of the realms omega number one uh this takes place this was like the the closing chapter for uh the war of the Realms storyline that took place last year Mm-hmm. Um, the reason this book has started to get on people's uh, radar is because, as we know, Jane Foster is going to be in the next Thor movie, 
you know, she's going to wield the hammer and everything. But, you know, eventually it's going to go back to uh, to Hemsworth. So where does that leave Jane Foster? Becoming uh, a Valkyrie the like the comic? Exactly. In the comic, she became Valkyrie or a Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is the issue where Jane Foster becomes Valkyrie. So people are already thinking ahead and being like, oh, hey. Ooh, let's uh, get this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah our movie is going to follow, you know, the trend of the comic book. And, you know, obviously she can't be Thor forever. But to give her still a prominent role, you know, let's make her a Valkyrie. So this book is definitely a book that you could pick up for cover price easily. And uh, hopefully it pans out. I know you didn't watch any of the trailers you said earlier, no. but I sent you a picture to the group chat earlier of a stained glass window. Did you see it? I did see that. Okay. So yesterday in the Loki trailer, uh, that stained glass window makes an appearance. Uh, and if you That's ask devil. me, it looks very familiar to a certain... Marvel devil that we all know and love. A red devil. <laughs> Do you agree? Oh, 100%, man. I mean, haven't they been shooting something like that around, like with uh, Mephisto? I don't know. I really haven't I thought it was rumored. No? Was it rumored? I, I th- or maybe about it. Or maybe I'm getting mixed up. I thought it was, but I don't know. Hey, who knows? Uh, either that or Marvel's just fucking with us, right? I mean, they'd love to lay the Easter eggs, right? You know, they 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 did that, and then 10 years from now, they're going to be like, huh, we did that on purpose because, you know, it was for Mephisto that's all of a sudden, you know, coming up in this, you know, movie. Right, and for all you know, it could be like a Pennywise thing where the where the where it's there one second and gone the other. And exactly. And it's watching all over the whole time. 100%. Um, regardless, if it being true, a red herring, an Easter egg, Again, this is a one of those big ticket uh, Grail books, Silver Surfer number three, the first appearance of Mephisto. Again, this could be teases that he's eventually gonna make his way into the MCU somehow, some way. Yeah, I feel like they don't ever show anything without a reason. Right. Like they're, pretty they're much very everything about what they put in. A hundred percent. Everything usually has some type of payoff. Yep. Some other news that we got in today, which I was very excited about, is Charlie uh, Charlie Cox coming back, supposedly as Daredevil for Spider-Man 3. I loved him as Daredevil. What did you think, Gil? Oh, 100%, man. I, I love him as a Daredevil, too. Yeah? He was great. Yeah. He was really since good. I, I loved him. Since, since he was my favorite. Back, since he's coming back for Spider-Man 3 and we have all three Spider-Mans coming in, what's the chances of Ben Affleck showing up as Daredevil too? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit that would be hilarious oh my god just have him in the background for no for no reason at all just because just a just a little nod like if you know you know <laughs> charlie cox looks over and ben affleck's just sitting there and he just gives him a nod <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that would be um, hilarious <laughs> But again, yeah, this is already one of those grail books that uh, has been catching a little heat lately with all the rumors of him coming back. <laughs> I would love to see Ben Affleck just one more time put on that costume. You you did you, you liked him then? 
Do you prefer I him over think... Charlie Coxon or what? No, no, no. I think Charlie Cox has him down to a T. You but just I liked also, him as Daredevil. I just didn't. I I didn't hate the movie, especially the director's cut was a little better. That was sense. that was a lot better. A lot better. That was like almost like a different movie. Oh, definitely, definitely. You know, I, I didn't Quite, think it was cool. a horrible movie. Um, I think that's all I have. That's a lot of shit, man. I'm not even going to attempt to read all that shit back, man. Oh, actually, no. I got three more books. Oh, uh, okay. Um, another Star Wars uh, Disney Plus show that they announced was Droids. So I'm oh, wondering if yes, it's going to okay. be revolving around just R2-D2 and C-3PO uh, going around and, you know, hijinks occur, <laughs> Scooby-Doo style or some shit like that. Um, so that book is another book to keep your eye on. Star Wars Tales number 19, the first appearance of Ben Skywalker, Luke's son, is trending not because of the first appearance, but um, this is one of my favorite storylines, actually, uh, that Dark Horse did. Uh, there's a cameo of Indiana Jones in this book. Do you know about this story, Gil? No. What the hell? A no, cameo of Indiana Jones? Of yeah. So the story goes, it's Indiana Jones who is in the jungle and he runs into a crashed millennium falcon uh, and the reason what that the he's f- out in the jungle looking is because people are reporting seeing bigfoot and you can see where this story Chewbacca. is going <laughs> exactly <laughs> so the story goes that it crashed on earth years ago people are reporting you know seeing this fucking yeti instead it's a wookiee and Indiana Jones comes face to face with Han Solo's skeleton in the Millennium Falcon. Oh uh, Jesus! And Just Chewie and yeah, and Chewie ends up being <laughs> the Bigfoot that everybody was seeing. To, but do uh, they come face to face? I don't remember. I'm like that would be funny, like if Indiana Jones <laughs> and uh, Chewbacca come face to face, and Chewie just picks like, him oh, up and fuck, hugs him. Right? Exactly. All of a sudden he speaks English and shit. I thought you were dead. Son of a bitch. You fucking fooled me this whole time, you asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, the reason that this book is trending is the same reason why Marvel Comics Super Special Magazine number 18 is, is trending since yesterday is because it's the first appearance of Indiana Jones. Uh, yesterday they announced that Harrison Ford's coming back and they're doing a Disney Plus Indiana Jones series. Oh, that guy, that guy's too old, man. He's going to hurt himself. Uh, <laughs> he's going to hurt himself by crashing those fucking planes that he loves flying. Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. A year, two, a year or two ago that he crashed like two planes in yeah, one year? Something like, yeah, some, something like that. I mean, that's definitely cool because... Uh, What's it called? I've always been a huge fan of Indiana Jones, so eh, whatever. Yeah. What do you think of them announcing that Hayden's Christensen's coming back as? Uh, I was actually kind of hyped, bro. I was I was kind of hyped. I was like, that's cool. I'm down with that. I didn't think he did. I don't think he did a bad job. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I was really excited about that news. You know, so obviously with that news, a lot of the Darth Vader keys are, are trending as well. Uh, I'm sure you guys know Star Wars number one and all that. You know, Phantom Menace number one for first little kid Anakin and stuff like that. 
we're just kind of glazing over these since, I mean, these are already kind of known key books. One that might go a little bit on the radar was, uh, I know you love, you saw Rogue One, right, Gil? Yeah, I, I, I seen it. I liked it. You liked it? Uh, so, you know, Diego Luna, the guy that does, they played Andor Fuck, in the movie? I forget. Yes. So forgot, he's yeah, getting like, his I own. I the name of the character, but yeah. So he's doing his own little spin-off series too. That's a, obviously a prequel to Rogue One. Definitely can't do a sequel. Nope, well, unless it's <laughs> like in in Hell or something. Afterlife. He's he's a force. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they said that Mon Mothra was going to be one of the characters there. So her first appearance is another book that's been trending overnight. Uh, that first appearance happens in Star Wars: Return of the Jedi, number three the movie adaptation oh this one you'll like aliens they announced that they were doing uh i believe it was a tv show or miniseries based on earth did you hear anything about this uh gil no i did not hear anything about that uh yeah so fx is developing uh, an alien story that is based on earth uh, this is one of the things that they talked about it in the Disney Plus investors call. Uh, so a lot of those key issues like Alien, the illustrated story, number one, Aliens, number one from Dark Horse, Dark Horse Presents 24. All of those books have started trending recently with that news. You know, all of those revolving around the first appearance and the origins of the Xenomorphs. Do you know who Brian K. Vaughn is? That that I do. I do know who Brian K. Vaughn is. Okay. Yeah, he's a really famous writer. He wrote Saga, Why the Last Man, uh, <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, he has been tapped to write a Buck Rogers film oh, for really? Legendary Studios. Yeah, this is one of those uh, high-ticket grails. But, you know, if you happen to have the first appearance of Buck Rogers and all that, Buck Rogers books are definitely going to start, you know, becoming popular again. And lastly, so the Green Hornet has been optioned up, uh, up again, but it's I heard not, about the, this. not the classic Green Hornet, but Kevin Part Smith's two, Seth version. Rogan. Oh, okay. Damn. No, not the Seth Rogen one. <laughs> uh, no, the Kevin Smith adaptation that he did a couple years ago for Dynamite. Oh, um, okay, cool. You know, they, they've tapped him to come in and, and help the animated series and stuff like that. So those books have started to trend, um, especially issue number two, which is the first appearance of Mulan Kato, which is Kato's daughter and green Hornet number four, which is her first appearance in costume where she becomes the official sidekick. So yeah, that's, that's it for now. I mean, we went just through, I think we've done more books on this episode than we have in the last, what, four episodes combined, I, I think. Pro- probably something <laughs> like that. Jeez. And I'm sure there's going to be a lot more coming out the next uh, next couple of days after after the dust has settled from all this uh, Disney Plus uh, investors. And yeah, stuff, yeah, and stuff like that. And I'm sure we'll probably cover some of this uh, on the Geek Out show, too, as well. So I'm I'm tired. I'm over it. I need a nap. I need to eat, take a nap, <laughs> maybe rub one out. I don't know. Too much geekiness <laughs> for one for two days. 
Um, there was definitely like a lot, man. Because honestly, it's only been like if we think about it, it's only been about twenty, a little bit over twenty four hours that they all these announcements have started. It hasn't even been like a full solid like two days. Like we're like a bit past twenty four hours, if that. Right, right. So because he started yesterday in the afternoon, right? I want to say like around four, five o'clock. Yeah, it's only a little bit past twenty four hours right now at this point. Exactly. And it's fucking already so much shit. So much. But so exciting at the same time, right? Oh, definitely, yeah. This is all about it, man. All about it. Well, that wraps up this week's episode. Gil, where are you going to be at? Be at the Geek Out Show every single week. You can follow me over at Black Hole Comics on all social media, YouTube, all that good stuff. And you can find me here and there on different shows on the network. What about you, one? As always, I'm at Comic and Figure Addicts in Union City, California. Uh, online, Instagram, Facebook, keyword CF Addicts. Uh, I just added a whole bunch of pre-orders, especially Hot Toys and some Marvel Legends today, to the website uh, cfaddicts.co. Uh, if you wanna, if you're looking for any of that new stuff, just do a pre-order. You could have it picked up at the store, or we could ship it out to you uh, nationwide. That's that seems about it. So remember the three R's, rebag, reboard, and reprice those books. See you guys later. <laughs>